Taking the fuel of feeling abandoned since he was adopted as an infant, Scott Ferguson has created a community carousel of like-minded people that don't want anyone to feel like they have no one. We dig deeper into imposter syndrome, fear, and mindset. So many pieces of wisdom shared. You don't want to miss it. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks. I have found the secret to transforming trauma into treasure. We start by choosing to invest in ourselves first, and then it overflows onto others. By sharing how we have overcome our obstacles, we ignite a tiny spark of hope, love, connection, and community in other people. And when we ignite that spark, the whole world lights up. And that's the power of investing in people. Just imagine what you could ignite when you invest in yourself first. Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. And today is my guest is the awesome, incredible, I mean, I could just keep talking, um, my, my friend, Scott Ferguson. Welcome to the show, Scott. Hey, Shay. How are you? I'm blessed to be here. I'm great. How are you doing today? I am good. It's beautiful here in South Florida. Florida. It's nice. They've, they open the beaches tomorrow, which is uh, fantastic. And uh, they've got a lot of um, uh, hair salons, barbershops, all that stuff's open. Uh, here exciting. now, so it's it's going good. It's going good. You're That's actually going to have a coffee meeting tomorrow because they're often opening a few coffee shops as well, which is nice. Oh, how fantastic! Hot coffee in person—that'd be amazing. <laughs> Coffer, I know. I got my decaf afternoon. I drink my decaf. Gotcha, gotcha. So, for those of you who don't know, Scott is the host of the Time to Shine Today podcast, which I was honored to be a guest on. And- fantastic. Yeah, he shares ideas called knowledge nuggets to help individuals and teams to level up both in business and personal. Scott is a veteran of the United States Navy with multiple deployments to Iraq, Afghanistan, and Somalia. A true go-giver, loves the beach, fitness, and yoga, and volunteering. You can find his podcast and upcoming book, and to stay informed on that, you can find him at timetoshinetoday.com. So, Scott, it's literally just been a few months since we met. Uh, mm-hmm. And its I feel like we were um, separated at birth, kindred spirits. So, th- <laughs> so really, thank you for um, everything that you do. And I'm so excited that you're here. Yeah, I am blessed to be here. And it's funny that we were at PodFest at exactly the same time, but weren't able to, we hadn't connected then yet. So that's too bad. Next time, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And hopefully we'll have them in person again, you know. Yes, we will. It'll all come in time. So I always like to start off with the first question of what does investing in people mean to you? Investing in people mean to me, I... At Time to Shine Today, you know, our mantra, credo, 
slogan, whatnot, is we don't want anyone to feel like they have no one. So what we say with that is we want to invest in people that we, like you, like I brought you on my show and you, you go on my carousel of, of coaches and people that will help you level up. And so I've invested in you, you've invested in me, and through that, we're able to help others level up, period. So I believe that service, being in the service of people and helping them level up, whether it's connecting them to the right person, whether it's the discussion that you might be able to have to help them level up, whether it's handing them the right book, uh, directing them to the right podcast like this one, uh, that's kind of my thoughts of having people actually level up their life and to really invest in people. Um, and knowing that at the same time, I'm open to the receptivity of things coming back to me because a lot of people invest, 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 but they're not open to the receptivity of coming back in receiving. So I'm still open and it's hard for me because I was always a give, give, give. And that's how I felt about things um, raised in maybe like a, and I'm still Christian, but a Christian household where it was, you know, <clears throat> give, give, give and don't take, but just still be open to taking is, is huge. So mm-hmm. investing, you invest to get back. I'm sorry. It's, you don't do it not to, um, but I don't do it with the intention of looking to get back. I do it with the intention of leveling up people. That makes sense to you. Absolutely. So what I heard was, is you do it from a place of connection and helping people level up rather than the intention of, well, hopefully they'll, hopefully, quote unquote, they'll return the favor. Right. And even with the return the favor, I'm not expecting them. If you're like, Scott, I need to meet somebody that has to do with this field. I'll be like, Shay, that's awesome. I got the person for you. Here's the connection. Um, but I'm not like, I'm open to like, maybe my goddaughter might call me this afternoon just for a conversation out of the blue. You know, that's a return to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, for doing things for you. Like, I'm not expecting it from you. I'm expecting it from the universe, my God, to, to you know, I'm expectant and accepting of the blessings that I have. Mm, I love that. Yeah, for me, it's it's just like you said, that connection and with me, I, I don't have an agenda. I just love to con- connect with people. You do. And, <laughs> and you connect people, you know? It's like I've made some major connections from Chase Barks. So. <laughs> well, Absolutely. thank you. Well, and that's one of the things I'm passionate about is um, connecting people who I know that I know, like you said, can level up. They can help each other, whether it's um, in business or it's even in, you know, personal. Right. I think as a, as the humans that walk this earth, just knowing people who are level, like I'm going to use your term, level up in life Mm -hmm. and just knowing them being a part of them, we're automatically going to be leveling up ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's just kind of the, the energy kind of vibes and breathes through everything. That's why you and I kind of, like you say, we're kind of separated at birth or whatnot, but it's like, you we vibe that way, and so the more that you're doing it, more than you're helping, the more of those people you're going to attract into your life. This is bottom line. You know, like attracts like. Period. I agree, and the reason I say that we're separated, birth folks, is because we will. It feels like he's a brother from another mother. I mean, <laughs> we had the first conversation. It was like, oh my gosh, and what about this? And what about this? And oh my, and we're both taking notes on the things that we were telling each other. So it was just a great, yeah. Great experience. You're my sister from another mister. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
So tell us, Scott, what obstacles have you overcome, whether professionally or personally, that you realized investing is in people is something that you wanted to do? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I was born in the Philippines in 1972. <clears throat> my mother at the time did the right thing by giving me up for adoption because my biological father got killed in Vietnam. Wow. So I was not uh, like back then mixed breed children were frowned upon because look how big I got, you know, and they were afraid <laughs> tens of thousands of babies running around, bastard children running around the Philippines would take over the country. I mean, those are not exactly physically statured big people. So they were literally taking the babies from their uh, from their mothers, uh, bastard children, and shipping them to Spain because the Philippines is a Spaniard country and nobody really knows what happened to those babies. So luckily, my mom gave me up for adoption to an Air Force couple mm. that was there. Um, but unfortunately, when the Air Force people couple, they, they brought me back to the United States on a temporary visa, if you will, um, temporary passport, and, but they were unable to raise me. So they mm. dropped, dropped me off in an orphanage, which back in the 70s, orphanages were a place where you did drop children and people didn't even think about it. And they dropped me there and I was blessed to two and a half years later be adopted by my parents. Um, mm. And so with that being said, it's like I've always had a... You, to go back to your question of challenges, I've always had the abandonment issue, period, mm-hmm. because I was mm-hmm. abandoned from birth. Sure. Through, and then even with my mom and dad that adopted me, I love them. My mom's passed on just recently, but my dad is my best friend. And if he hears mm. this, you'll understand. Yeah. But they were bad alcoholics. My dad was in Vietnam, saw the stuff that was going on over there. It was really bad. And so he was alcoholic. So then I was shipped off to be raised by like his brother who's like a drill instructor Marine who was just brutally disciplined. So I was just felt like I never really fit in anywhere mm-hmm. ever. So that's a battle. That's a, uh, that's something that I've had to overcome to really, when it works into investing in people, that's why I said a couple minutes ago that the vibe has got to be there because mm-hmm. if I feel this person is just going to be in it and they freaking bail, it's just going to be like status quo for my life is. So Right. With the failures, the hard times that I've came up with, I'm very, very, I'm not skeptical, but I vet the people out before I, for lack of a better term, get into bed with them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. to go to business battle or go to whatever, I'm very, very, I vet stuff out. So that's been a challenge working my way up to investing in people. But what it has did is it's opened up my mind to where we say we don't want anyone to have no one. It's because of the abandonment. That I went. Yeah. That's our motto here. That yeah. makes sense. If that answered your question at all, without being too long winded. No, it was perfect. Um, so what he, you just what I took from it was that because of being um, given up for adoption and having that feeling of abandonment, you set your mind out and set your life out to create this time to shine today community where you don't leave anyone behind. Right. right. You know that you feel like you have a buddy and with your military background, you also had that, you know, take care of your, your buddies. Mm-hmm. There's no man, no man left behind. behind. Right. right. And wow. 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 So if anyone's listening, who's going through something similar, who've been, you know, have been adopted or they have abandonment issues from childhood, look what you can do with <laughs> taking that um, feeling in transforming it into the treasure that you transform it in. Cause 
Your yeah. time to shine podcast and, and brand is absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you, Shay. Oh, it really is. Yeah. And it just touches so many people. Yeah. We're blessed to have the listenership, the audience, and have people like you on it. Uh, it's just, it's been a journey through life of having to feel like you're on it alone. And the thing is, is I never feel no matter how far I get that I'm good enough. Even now, it's something I battle with. That's why I have to have coaches. Mm -hmm. You know, I have three different coaches, you know, so I have to have those coaches in my life that I pay for to remind me I'm good enough because no matter what it is still, it's a, it's, it was put there from an early age. So it'll creep up on me like a, old, not so friendly ghost that shows his face every once in a while. So me helping people get over their hurdles helps me in a sense as well. Mm -hmm. If you you know what I'm saying. So yeah. And then the way I'm doing it is just surrounding myself with people like yourself and other people that are believing uh, genuinely helping people level up. Yeah. When you say um, never feel good enough, would you call that the imposter syndrome? Oh yeah. Yeah. Syndrome like, freaking so much sometimes i live it even now um but i also catch myself through journaling my coach makes me journal so i have to send her the journal to read and she's like you know she just writes i asked by it she sends the notes back where you're being an imposter here imposter there so even even now you know um sometimes not so much in business but in personal life i'll embellish things just so i can feel like i'm gonna fit in so people will like me better i mean it's just it's human nature for things but i the thing is i have the balls to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and i'm not afraid to reach out and get help where it's needed so mm. you know i yeah. live with it oh gosh you just said so many things so um <laughs> can can we can, am i given permission to kind of dig a little deeper yeah, and you can yeah. because you've been there. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. from your bully and being a bully yeah. background, it's like you get it. So, yeah, for someone like you, absolutely. Uh, th- thank you for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I went through my own imposter syndrome. I still go through my own imposter syndrome. And mine is uh, that that thought is the, well, who does she think she is? And um, what I have learned through my own, not only my own healing process, but my own coaching is that my own coaching program through fearless living is that it's fear showing up. Right. So you have been triggered. So if anybody's listening to this, if you've ever experienced that, well, what if I'm not good enough? Uh, Who do they think they are? I'm an imposter, blah, blah, blah. That's somehow you've been triggered. And the fear is showing up as, the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So that, so one, know that you are not your fear. So that you're mm-hmm. not that response. That's how that you're responding. That's not what it is. That's not who you are. And the key is to recognize that, like Scott said, and go into coaching journal, change uh, your think, change the things that you're doing. So instead of getting stuck in the, I am not good enough mindset, Go outside, go for a walk, do some yoga, sure. stretch, Absolutely. you know, reach out to a friend. I mean, or listen to Scott's podcast. Listen to my podcast. Aww. There's a million people's <laughs> podcasts out there, right? right? That will help you understand that you, like he said in the beginning, you are not alone. Right. You're not. As much as you feel like you are, there, there are resources out there, period. You know, so there, there's... You know, everybody has experiences in life, but 
you're going like my experiences have made me who I am today. I went through, you know, death, like for reals overseas, you know, and then my little brother died and mm. I've, you know, you deal, you know, I just lost my mom. So you're going to deal with stuff. Mm. And every time you lose somebody that's close to you, you've shared something with you. You're going to feel a little bit more alone. But that's just, you know, we talk about overlapping our happiness at Time to Shine today, meaning everything, no matter how bad it is, it's going to end. No matter how good it is, it's going to end. So what we do is we overlap. We find those things that are going to make us happy and we'll do even, we'll do that, even if it's starting over the next morning, which might be a workout, you know, that overlapping of happiness, you know, workout, you feel great. The endorphins are kicking, but then the endorphins slow down. You're like, shit, or, you know. Oh man, next, you know, so we're always talking at time to shine today about overlapping that happiness mm. and understanding that the, the negative things in our life are going to end period. So, you know, it's, it's nothing's finite, mm. good or bad. That is so true. I always say it's, it's just temporary. Like what we're, it's it. like, this too shall, this yeah. too shall pass the four most powerful words ever. Yeah, exactly. Especially in the time we're living with, this is being recorded in the, Corona COVID season, this too shall right. pass. It's, it's only temporary. There's, I hear so many people that feel like they're on the brink of suicide and it's what? a, it's a permanent decision to a temporary situation. It is. And it's, it's terrible that people are having to face those demons. I mean, there's more people putting needles in their arms and, you know, stuff right exactly. now than ever in because they were using say a gym, which if a gym is set up the correct way can be an essential business to me. And I don't want to go off on a tangent, Mm -hmm. but I I train, I work out and I'm just thinking, you know, if you set up no spotting anybody, you know, you're going on, you know, they have the workers giving them jobs, wiping down equipment with masks on after everybody leaves a piece of equipment, there's ways to get it done. And that right there will keep people from killing themselves and, and, and putting needles in arms. And it's just, Sad that the people have got to go through that alone. And like, I'm, my my goal is to up, have an outreach to all those people that feel like they have no one that, mm. that, to have something. And if it's something that someone that's fitness that fitness keeps the needle out of their arm or keeps the gun out of their mouth, I have trainers that do virtual training that I could call them up right now and say, "Listen, man, I need you to take this person on your Zoom for free. Mm-hmm. They're someone that's close to me, and they'll be like, Fergie, put them on." Mm-hmm. That to me is investing in people. Right. Feel me? You know, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I'm kind of going to jump on your bandwagon for a little bit and talk about gyms being essential. Mm-hmm. Now, I also feel like my other business is a being a salon. I think salons and spas are essential. Well, and absolutely. it's crazy to me to see how many people now, two months in, are freaking out because they need a haircut. Oh and gosh. yeah. And the, the things that they're willing to do and they're, they're talking about their mental health. And I'm like, yeah, because getting your hair done is something huge for your mental health. Just like working out, it's self care. Sure. I mean, like I, I got my hair like so much gel and usually like I wear my hair tight and like a little dab of gel does everything. And now it's like a half a scoop, but like (laughs) tomorrow morning at 10 AM Eastern standard time, I'll be doing a live from my chair at Tosh barbershops. You know, just not to get views, but just as a memory for me yeah. to be like, yeah, this is because I'm looking more forward to that than a steak dinner being or asked mm. how I want my steak made to get my hair just chopped off because <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, but and no, I, I, 
yeah. they are essential. I'm sorry. They can, it can be done at hair salons where they can be fitted to have the respiratory fixed and have it, you know, the hair being done, period. You know, the, the hair, like there, there could be something that just stays on their face so you can still work around the crown of their head or whatever, you know, they can be developed. But, um, you know, I don't, again, we got on the tangent on it, but I just feel that there are essential businesses that are going to help people level up that need to be kind of there for the people. If not, you're going to see suicide rates, mm-hmm. you're going to see divorce rates, yeah. you know, stuff like that, which again, those are going to be people that are going to come into, hopefully come into our circle that I can help and put mm-hmm. them with the right people. Absolutely. And so, again, if you're listening to this and you're going through that depression and thinking, uh, you know, this isn't worth it, this isn't, this life isn't worth living, you know, reach out to Scott or I, and we will connect you with someone who can help you. Like you and I are both in the people business. We're both marriage counselors. We're both best friends. It's like when people are in your chair, you, they confide in you to stuff Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't like, and it's funny as a real estate agent, which is my day job, People will tell me stuff they wouldn't tell anybody else. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I have to sit down and kind of be a marriage counselor and go through stuff because the wife or the husband's not happy about stuff. But, you know, it, you and I are different where we don't gossip around about it. If right. there's somebody who needs help, we're going to put them with the people. We're going to invest in the person, which is going to pay it forward to somebody that can actually help them. I got three marriage, legit marriage counselors that are on my Rolodex right now um, that nice. I can put people in touch with, period. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to be out connected. I don't want to be out networked, out networked or out connected. Um, and I just just don't feel like I ever will be. You yeah. know? So absolutely. And, and always making those connections. Well, and you know, again, that's why we're we're kindred spirits because we're doing the same thing. And for those of you who don't know, a Rolodex wasn't <laughs> A, a a way and back in the day to um, hold contacts instead of your phone. If we were doing this where I usually do these interviews on my desk is my Rolodex. Right. <laughs> that I had for real estate. It was like septic plumbing. I mean, you just turned it and it was sure. like right there. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of real estate. So tell me how your business is has shifted, that's the new word, shifted and pivoted um, during this corona season? Well, in 2003, I was probably, what, three, four, I was five years into the business, and I was printing money, making more money, just stupid amounts of money. Uh, And then I lost it all in 08, 09, because I didn't listen to the people who had money. And it's like, listen, there's something big that's coming, you protect your money. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nine into 10, I started doing, I pivoted or shifted back then we said into short sales where I help people that were underwater in their houses, um, purchased another house and sold their house, negotiated with the bank and helped them out. It's called short sale. So, and then I said, I'd never get caught in a situation where it would like be detrimental. Like it was in 08, 09. Cause I mean, part, another part of my story is that I didn't turn to anybody. I literally lived in somebody's house that I had the house listed for a short sale without them knowing it. They moved out of Michigan, moved to Florida. And literally they're like, Hey, can you keep buying my house? I'm like, Oh yeah. I like lived in their house, turned the power on in my name and lived in there with my dog. Wow. Um, so it was, it was going through crazy times, but I shifted into that and, you know, I closed over hundred short sales and made enough money really to relocate to South Florida. So when it happened, I looked at it, I go, this could be big. Like it could, it could like set us back. So 
I was prepared for it. And then I started looking for like, what is, how can I take advantage of the situation mm-hmm. and not advantage of people? Right. Remind you, anybody that's listening, I'm not taking advantage of people. You were looking for the opportunity. Exactly. So yes. I found out that rates were freaking like 3% for like wow. March 17th, the rates dropped to like two and a half percent. I called every buyer in my book. I'm like, listen, man, if you're talking about moving right now, you're going to get, you're going to save $140,000 over a 30 year mortgage like mm. right now. And they're like, okay. And so I pulled like four buyers out like that. Boom. Wow. Um, and I shifted to rentals big time because people still got to rent. So, you know, I, I closed four, four sales in April and then like seven rentals. And then this year or this month, I'm going to close another three sales and a buttload of rentals. So I just didn't, I don't look at anything unless it's catastrophic and then everybody's effed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is the great equalizer. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a gajillionaire or poverty, you still cannot go into a restaurant and then ask you how you want your eggs done. You know, just, it's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. So I just was like, to answer your question, I'm not thriving but I'm not just surviving either. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like, I'm waiting for the next wave and see what happens. If it just kept going, I'd be sunk. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, everybody would Everybody be, yeah. Period. Yeah. It's not like I'm above anybody else. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but no, I mean, I'm I'm not minding it right now. I mean, it, it needs to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So. Well, and we have talked um, on the side. So I'm going to kind of, and you kind of talked about it a little bit in their bio. So he's a real estate agent and you have a podcast and you're coming out with a book. So tell us about the book. Oh, book. Okay. <laughs> no, the book is level up. It's your time to shine volume one. And it's about a gentleman. It's a business parable. It's about a gentleman from the Detroit area that relocates in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his mom was, or his father was of Canadian descent. He came over and worked at the Ford motor company uh, hence the last name Fuqua, his name's Travis Fuqua. And his mom was from a small little uh, family in Dearborn, Michigan, which is like right outside Detroit. And they raised the Travis and Travis, basically that's his backstory kind of coming down, but he lost a huge commission and he's about ready to walk away from the business. So he's a, a mentor that is younger a millennial but he's just he's in but the millennial actually owns the business the brokerage that travis works for and he tells his mentor i'm gonna quit you know i'm I'm walking away from the business but the millennial's father is and he knows everybody and this is based on a real man that's a real connector Mm -hmm. and he puts him in touch with five different mentors for different areas of his life so there's you know a mentor in there that is 45 years old and he, he shows up on a skateboard and he skateboarded with Tony Hawk back in the day, but there's wow. certain lessons he learns from him. And, you know, there's certain lessons he learns from just different people um, about life, but it's going to be a continuation of Travis's journey. So it's just the start. It's yeah. the start of business. Parallel. So it's going to be a fun story. You know, I've sent it, sent it off to a couple of people that, it, uh, that master in writing business parables like Bob Burke, Chris Widener, Randy Gage, uh, all have sold over a million books each New York Times bestsellers and they've gratefully gave their time to read it and they like this made me laugh my ass off so they were like kind of like this is cool so it's going to be it's going to be interesting but I'm not doing it to make a bunch of money I'm doing it really is an extension of me mm-hmm. to and also an opportunity to get on people's podcasts maybe speaking engagements you know I'm mm-hmm. not afraid to get my asking gear 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm asking for it as well. So awesome. and we'll get one of the very first autographed copies because I have her copy here that I received of her chapter. And again, when the green screen comes in, you'll be able to see it better. And she wrote me this nice little note with a signed area. So thank you, Shay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so with the, you can't see the video because we're not recording the video, but it is uh, Visionistas. Is that he's? Yes. Uh, yeah, that he is holding up the book Visionistas, women who think outside of the box. Yes. So, Scott, you have done so many different things. So when was the last time you did something for the first time? First time I, the last time I did something for the first time was I went like 40 days without being able to go to a restaurant and eat in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we kind of all did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, the first time that I've, that I've ever did something that I've never did before, is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Yeah. Um, you know what? I mean, I can it, does it have to be recently? I mean, or can it be like... No, so during when COVID, was, you're kind. Of, I mean, during COVID, I mean, everyone's talking about raised. Dexter, and I've literally been binge watching Dexter, and I think okay. it's one of the funnest shows ever. But like actual doing something for myself, I probably would probably be um, reef diving in December, which mm. was something I've never did, and it was amazing, and it was so much fun. as in Cozumel, nice. so it was it was a lot of fun. Good for you. Good for you. What did you um, gain from that experience? That I'm always about being present, but actually being present was so much fun because you're surrounded by so much mystery Mm. that your fear is there, but it's not. You're like, if I was to pass right now, it's all good. Yeah. Seeing this, this is the way to go, you know? But yeah, I've learned that just the, the present, my dog, who I know I have my virtual background, but he's literally laying behind me is and teaches me really to be mindful and stay mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that took it to a whole nother level though. <laughs> what you see uh, there. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So Scott, what would you like to be remembered for? What would be your legacy? My legacy would be I lived for the dash. Mm-hmm. And at Time to Shine today, we talk about the dash, the, the little line between your life date and death date. And I lived for it. I lived to serve people through that entire dash. There wasn't a day, unless I had really planned it, that I slept in, that I always mm-hmm. got up, right a rock, and left a legacy, which is cliche because everyone says legacy in this question, but left it behind that, you know, in that it carries on and that mm. I'm just a big believer that if you, the more people you mentor, the more immortal you become. Mm. And I just think that if I mentor enough people within that dash, people will remember me throughout generations. And it's not an ego thing. It's just a, it's a thing where like, you know, you made your mark. Yeah. You know, you then let anyone feel like they have no one. Mm. Yeah, you oh. you make a different, you make a positive difference yeah, in other absolutely. people's lives. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Love that. So we talked about your podcast and your upcoming book. So where can people connect with you? Your social media, websites, pretty, that kind of thing. Pretty much everything across the board. 
is ask for Ferguson on my social ask the number four Ferguson F E R G U S O N. That's you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Everything is uh, ask Ferguson. Now I also have the Time to Shine Today brand. Um, that's just Facebook dot got dot com slash Time to Shine Today, uh, and then Time to Shine Today dot com, um, which really is podcast driven right now. There's not that much in the blogs. It's just people of it's been dropping about four to five podcast episodes a week and giving people a ton of content to work with building my carousel of people, uh, speakers, you know, people like yourself coaches. So I can have more and more people to turn to when somebody needs something, they will come to time to shine today. If they want to learn how to invest in real estate, I got your guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to learn how to make your first dollar in line. Got your guy. You know, they want to learn how to level up and, you know, you're, they want somebody to come out and speak to them um, about leveling up. I got you, you know, it's <laughs> like, it's, I have people that are going to, for everything, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's going to be anything is locally. If you need a plumber, I got your, I'm just like, I want, I'm not <laughs> going to get out networked. I'm just not, or out connected. I'm just not going to. It's something I have a very competitive side in me. It came from sports when I was young. It comes from martial arts. It comes from, you know, being in the military. So I can be competitive in my own little way. Hmm. Not not maliciously, but I right. just don't want to be out-connected or out-networked. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's so genuine to folks, I will tell you. And that's, again, just one more reason why we are uh, – he's my brother from another mother. We, we just really want to connect people. It's not about us. So we Mm -hmm. know we can't help everyone. We know that we're not for everyone. So that's why we always like to, you know, connect with other people and go, Hey, I might not be the right coach for you, but I have a ton of people that you could talk to, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Scott's saying he might not be the right, um, real estate agent, but he's got a ton of people he can connect you to. So that's the great thing. So I always like to leave this uh, conversation with this question. And I think you've already said it, but just in case you have a different one, uh, what phrase, scripture, or mantra are you living by right now? This sucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? That's I'm just living by like, oh, I'm, I'm just get busy. L I V I N living a little, throw a little Matthew McConaughey, you know, accent on there, just get busy living. And then if you're, we just, we don't want anyone to feel like they have no one. And that's what we live by period. But you got to live, got to have fun. No matter the situation, make up stuff. Even in this quarantine stuff, just make up stuff, get Mm -hmm. out, go for a walk, you know, kick a can down the road and say, I mean, kicks it takes, I don't care. Don't make excuses, make adjustments and get out there. I agree. And, and, and just FYI, again, for those younger people listening to this, there you <laughs> are older generations, not our generation, <laughs> but older generations and us. Actually, that was a game. Kick the can. Yeah, kick the can. <laughs> so it's, uh, yes. Yeah. Rody and I did that for like 897 kicks of a rock the other day. There you go. <laughs> rocking. He just was like, why do you keep stopping and kicking something? You know, my, my dog. So yeah. yeah. Well, Scott, thank you so, so much. It's been awesome to have you. It's always, always a pleasure to talk. And I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll have you on again. We're going to collaborate. You have to tell the people we're collaborating. Oh, yes. We're going to be getting together here and we're going to have the Shay and Scott show at least once a month. We're going to have like a leveling up and we might even bring on a third guest 
you know, and grill them on how to level up as well. So people be on the lookout. Absolutely. And you can, you know, like Scott said, you can find all of that information on his website at time to shine today.com. And it'll be in the show notes as well. And um, yeah, I look forward to being uh, collaborating with you and, and I'm leaving that all up to you. I'm just going to show up and that's fun. right. We're going to crush it. <laughs> um, so thank you folks for listening and um, stay tuned for next time. Are you looking for an inspiring and energetic speaker or host for your special event? Do you wish to have more confidence, more love, and more accepting of yourself? And you're curious about how to work with me one-on-one? Or are you looking for a brainstorming and visionary consultant on how to grow your business? When your answer is yes, then I invite you to send me an email at heyshay at shaysparks.com. That's H-E-Y-S-H-A at S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S dot com. Looking forward to hearing from you. part of our show and it's people like you that make this show possible so we hope that you know you are appreciated don't forget to subscribe comment and share this podcast and when you want to continue the fun and conversation join my official community on the Shea Sparks Facebook page that's S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S on Facebook looking forward to connecting with you May your day be filled with the sparks of hope that ignites you to invest in yourself and the people around you. Why, you may ask, because you are worth it. Mm